0: Good. So we are starting Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 11 part 2 This is chapter 15 It's a new chapter We last time ended chapter 14 So this time we are ch- starting chapter 15 The name of the chapter is Description of Mystic Yoga's Perfections That means Lord Krishna's Descriptions of Mystic Yoga's Perfection Is a continuation for The last times From last time That is uh, uh, We are doing it where Uddhava has been asking him certain questions. So now, this is another chapter based on the Mystic Yoga. This is a description. And Krishna is going to give an idea about what is this Mystic Yoga all about. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, My dear Uddhava, The mystic perfection of yoga are acquired by a yogi who has conquered his senses, studied his mind, conquered the breathing process and fixed his mind on me so what are the few things that are required over here he says the mystic perfection of yoga are acquired by a yogi who has conquered his senses so the first thing is conquering the senses second steadied the mind third conquered the breathing process fourth fixed the mind on me so let us say we will take up one by one what does it mean by conquering the senses can you not make noise over there so the the meaning of the word conquering the senses means everything in this world that is happening around us is titillating the senses it gives the senses an idea of what you are supposed to do how you are supposed to do what is it that you want now look at it from this perspective. Our senses are going to be disturbed. Which way? Now let us say there's an audience, and in the audience there is a child bawling away. Ah, like that. Do you know the person, the speaker, who is over there is going to be looking at the child over there and hoping that his mother makes the child stop bawling or maybe the father we don't know so this is the idea secondly that is the hearing the eyes the eyes are looking at objects now every object in your field of view is attracting your attention there are certain fixed objects and certain objects which create a kind of an action Now you you may ask me what do you mean by create a kind of an action? There are objects like say if there is an elephant walking in front of you, isn't that creating an action? So the object creates an action, so you are attracted towards it. Second is when the object is fixed, but there is something happening inside the object. The elephant is walking in the TV screen so you are watching the television so the television is fixed object but there is a movement inside isn't that a physical movement you may say the television is not moving but the object is moving inside the television so this is what is drawing attention third are fixed objects fixed objects are objects which do not have any movement but the movement is in the mind Okay, the movement is in the mind think about it now there is an object which is going to move the mind you know dildo if it is kept in front of the person his mind has already gone into it Uh, Titi will ask me what is a dildo it's it's an organ for uh, sexual gratification Okay, so that object is it's not doing anything it's an inanimate object it is not moving nothing is happening yet the object has created waves inside of you that means waves in the mind so who is moving the mind is moving not the object so did you see there are multiple things when the object moves creates a wave the object is fixed the things inside the object are moving so it creates is like this watch is not moving the watch is not moving but the hands of the clock you know they are saying something now if you are getting late for the bus or the train or the flight you know how this is going to affect you the timing is going to affect you. So the mind has also come into play. So these are various ways in which the senses get affected. Now I have given you three various, in you know, the three types of examples. Now there is a fourth one which I don't want to talk just now but we will talk about it later. Now think about it. Just now we were talking in terms of the eyes. Hmm? They are affecting a person. Now let us see how the ear affects you. You see the ear is very peculiar. The sounds are carried towards the ear so the ear gets affected. So Somebody is saying certain things in the vicinity you can hear the person and you get affected. So there is a physical movement again there is an action happening correct. Secondly there is no action there there is no sound coming from there. There is nothing coming from there. It is still affecting you. Think about it, how it is affecting you. There there are trains moving in front of you and there is no sound. No sound is also affecting you. Will you not say, Oh my God, I can't hear anything. That means I must have gone deaf. So did you see, In case of ear, there is a very big peculiarity. If you hear the sound, there is a problem. If you don't hear the sound also, there is a problem. And then the mind hears the sound. The third one. The mind hearing the sound is very, very funny. Let us say there is a person. He is not saying anything to you. The person is not saying anything to you. He is maybe giving a speech okay now let us say Donald Trump is giving a speech you can hear the speech but the speech is not entering you your mind is talking the speech is not entering you but your mind is talking so loudly that you cannot hear that person Think the entire United States media is exactly like the third kind. Donald Trump speaks. The media is coming up with his own way of thinking. Have you noticed it? They have already made judgments on him before anything has happened. It's like the chief minister of Uttar Pradesh. He has just started 10 days ago. But already the whole world is saying that what a bad person he is and what is this and what is that. Every newspaper, all, all foreign newspapers are talking nonsense about him. But you should allow him to do something. So that means can you see the ear, he is giving a speech, nobody is listening. So this is how the senses get affected. I have given you only two examples, one is the eyes and the second one is the ears, okay. Now. So let us see how this kind of thing affects a person. The third example which I gave you of both the two, you know, first is the eyes and the ears has the most important ingredient called the mind in it. Even if a person is blind, deaf, dumb or whatever, his mind is hyperactive do you know those who are deaf or those who are blind they have the most attuned mind you have seen the blind people walk on the road with the help of one other sense they are able to make the judgment of the road so the mind shifts the focus from the eye where they are blind remember to other sense sense organs that means maybe the skin maybe the ear so they can hear better so what does that tell you it only tells you one thing attunement is in your hands not in somebody else's hands. If you really want to attune your senses, you can do it perfectly. Hearing is one. Listening is another. People just hear. They don't listen. When you hear and you listen, it's a very big difference by the way. You can hear everything going around you but where are you paying attention that is the most important so I have introduced the fourth object over here which is what he says fixing the mind on me the attunement of the senses by you is happening perfectly if you fix the mind on that subject matter. Those who have done their engineering and some management and this and that, ask them how did they study. they say you know, in India, mein, loudspeakers are going ba like that outside you know cows are grazing and walking on the street the traffic is going so many things Mummy is saying are, khana khane ko you know all those kind of things are happening around you and yet you have shut the entire noise around you why because you have an examination tomorrow to give so, your mother comes knocking on the door and says, Hey, eh, you know, you have shut down every sense of yours. And that is what is called fixing the mind. A man has the ability, every man, by the way, every man has the ability to fix the mind. But he is frivolous in nature, he doesn't want to fix. We allow the mind to go haywire, 100 different directions, why? Concentration is important, that is why we teach meditation. So last entire chapter was on meditation, correct? So telling you how to concentrate your mind on one object. Think, in life also this is a very very important lesson. This verse has got significance in our personal life as well. First. Cut down all the senses. It is not necessary to get upset when somebody says something to you. If somebody says something bad or good, it enters the mind. So here what is Krishna saying? First, conquer the senses. Second, steady the mind. Conquer the breathing process is the third one. I have still not touched it. But let me come to the breathing process later on. First, let us see how this works. So, you know, in our life we have hundreds of people around us who keep on giving us all their you know special gyan in this world. You know how many things people say to us? Yes. Yeah, you have your bosses and your spouses to tell you that very well. Okay. wife husband. And whose husband wife will always say that, the children Understand, the children are also going to give fantastic advice or the mother father will be giving advice to the child. Concentration is very very important in how your mind reacts to it. If you could do your studies perfectly, if you could focus on achieving your objectives in your life, That means you have the ability in you to focus your senses on a particular object. Right? This is the most important thing which you need to understand. So, mind is an important tool for getting to a particular direction. We use the mind. See, many a times we think mind is useless. Why do I have the mind? Why do I have to think about all these things? We say these words, isn't it? Kuch, if somebody says something bad to you you know you keep on doing in your mind it goes on no? what 48 72 rpm I mean if I say 72 rpm it doesn't affect you you know why because uh, I was talking about gramophone records but now it is uh, maybe 5000 rpm or 10,000 rpm you, know, you can talk about you know oh, HD huh oh tommoloka you know, drive rehta oh, hai fast hai Imagine you are like that, your mind goes like that very fast, and you get affected. Why? Because you are listening to things. Here Krishna is telling you, can you cut down those things? First, he says, conquer senses. You don't have to be affected with your senses. Anything that comes within your vicinity, you you know, the office fellow or the... Outside every big gate, there is this... Uh, you know, there is this watchman standing over there. And one beautiful girl will come, they will do like this. Aray mundi toot jayega. Lekin usko follow karte hai aisa. Tumhara kaam karna He is following that girl. Think, that is what they do. It's, it's a very common uh, thing with uh, humans yesterday i put up an article you can go and read it it tells you exactly how motivation happens okay so coming back to the next object steady the mind what does it mean by steadied the mind steadied means single pointed focus you have to focus in that direction so when you focus in that direction you will achieve your objective so krishna is saying over here number one you have to gather your senses put them all together don't let them get affected too many things happening around you you need not get affected second senses ke baad mind in the mind what do you do steady it our mind is never steady you know na? our mind is invariably going in hundred different directions Sit in one place for 10 minutes and see whether you can control your mind. 10 minutes. Sit in one place and say I am going to control my mind and count till 10. And see your mind has already crossed maybe a thousand kilometers away. (laughs) See, those who are staying abroad if they are sitting in one direction. Now Guruji has told me I should sit here for 10 minutes to do meditation. Okay? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I should call up my tenant and find out why he has not paid the house rent. Sir, 10 seconds, will you. <laughs> you already lost your house rent. This is how the mind is. It, it is. Full of this kind of nonsense. It doesn't it doesn't allow you to focus in one direction. So, steadying your mind is extremely important. How to steady your mind? Do you know the mind is very steady when you are doing something very, very focused? Okay. I will tell you how a person gets focused. Have you seen a person watching porn? is only focused in that one bloody object over there all the women are doing like this like this but that is how the world is you can't do anything for this kind of people but don't say that to a woman no you see you leave her in a shop and tell her to go and search for an object now she wants to buy Let us say she has gone to Lulu mom and she wants to buy, you know, just one yoga pants. Okay, think. There are at least 50 colors there. Where is the steadiness of the mind? She will think. Now, it's meant for yoga, remember this. That is already lost. I, you know that black one which I had, it got torn. So I think I should go for a black one. But no, 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 that uh, the top of mine is red in color. I can't wear black with it. Uh, but this green one looks nice, you know. I never had a green one in my life ever. Sir, you know what has happened over here? No steadiness of the mind. Illa pa. Nothing has happened. Steadiness of the mind, if you really want to know, na? Okay, put an enemy in front of her. Another woman, you put another woman in front of this woman and see how focused she is. She wants to kill that person right in front. You know mother-in-law, daughter-in-law In the same way, so there can be a steadiness of the mind. When a person can focus so very hard on the per- another object, that means there is steadiness in the mind but we do not exploit it so this is where Krishna says you need to become steady third he says conquering the breathing process how is the breathing process to be conquered? last entire 3-4 satsangs I have told you breathe 6-2-6-2 now you have got bored with it so go to 6-4-6-4 or do 6-6 I don't care But I have done an entire satsang with you for that. So do the steadiness of the breathing process. Breathe. Steadily. The last one is fix the mind on me. You know, every person thinks how to fix mind on Krishna. If If there are males over here, have you ever seen Krishna? You know the statue of Krishna in your life? Those who have seen Krishna statue... Well, first and foremost let me tell you I am not talking of any South Indian Krishna he is shapeless guy ok no I am talking of the Krishna that we love from Vrindavan. that guy has got a very nice waist he is a sexy looking guy man. ok he can beat any uh, any of those you know, singers also. Yeah, Gagas and Goo-goos of this world. He looks better than all those put together. And he's got a fantastic face, he's got a fantastic body and he literally takes you on a tailspin, you know, all over the world. Try that sometimes. Okay? The idea about Krishna is not that he's a man but he is the Supreme Divine Consciousness inside of you you know what is the meaning of the word Supreme Divine Consciousness? your highest aspiration boss supreme highest you want to have highest isn't it? see till yesterday's day I was thinking that uh, you know maybe uh, Julia Roberts and all are very good looking but uh, yesterday there was this great movie called Ghost in a Shell. After that I, I can only think of one person, Scarlett Johnson, uske baad kuch hi hai, samajh mein ki See the idea of this is what? That your ideals change, your ideals keep on shifting, looking at a person. So now what is the highest ideal in your world? The highest ideal you will find in Krishna. The looks, the way he is, the body, you will say, Oh, oh, he doesn't look like that rock. Sir, rock couldn't lift Kamsa, okay? And Kamsa, you remember those Mushti and all that two other guys? He killed those guys also. And just imagine a small guy killing all those big guys. That means he's got greater power than Dwayne Johnson. Hai na? So this, that means in terms of strength, in terms of beauty, in terms, you name it. Somebody who can have 16,108 wives must be having potload of money also. Correct or no? Both paisa hai. to wo bhi tik ho gaya. Abhi kya virility. With every wife we had some 8 children. 16,108 multiplied by 8. I, please don't bother doing all those figures, okay? So this is something which is far beyond imagination. Here we are talking about wives. Boss, girlfriends ka toh Huh? First circle mein 8 hai, second circle mein 100 hai, uske baad ka circle mein 1000 hai, uske baad ka circle mein 10,000 hai. It goes on like you know multiple to the times of n. You know? This is something which can never be understood. You know there, in, uh, there is one theorem. Theorem. And uh, in that theorem, they draw the shell. Like that. Do you know what the theorem is? Fibonacci numbers? Yes, Fibonacci. The Fibonacci figure, basically, when it you translate it into an action, it is like a whole and it goes on multiplying to the nth power. That describes him. There are very beautiful books. Those who can study them. I, I Most of it goes bouncer by the way. Okay. Uh, there are lots of books. They show the Shiva statue and all that kind of stuff. And those who are scientifically bent can go and read those books. Others will find it like it's too heavy. It's good to put under your head and go to sleep. So. So this is the last thing where you need to focus because he's got everything in him. Whether it is beauty, power, strength, money, you name it. And no tragedy by the way. Tragedy end mein aata hai. Starting mein nahi hai kuch bhi. So tall, dark, handsome. Dark bhi hai. Aur kya chahiye? Mills and Boone story ka ek uh, ekdam Yacht hai, aircrafts hai, sab kuch hai. Everything, he has got everything with him. So, this is how he says, you need to do these four things. Overcome the mind, senses, the senses first, then the mind, focus the mind. Third thing, he says over here, breathing process, breathe. The fourth one, he says, fix your mind on me. So this is called the yoga. And this is called yoga, which is mystic in nature. People consider this yoga as the one which they are having over there. Nowadays, you know, last time I was talking of one kind of yoga. Okay, now it is beyond imagination. It's called naked yoga. In New York City, there are so many franchises and in London and various other places, people go for naked yoga. I don't understand what they do over there. So, this yoga is the true mystic yoga and not that bullshit. So, don't try to join some classes where... uh, some other yoga happens. So Uddhava says my dear Lord Achyuta, by what process can mystic perfection be achieved and what is the nature of this perfection? How many mystic perfections are there? Please explain these things to me. Indeed you are the bestower of all the mystic perfections. So we are going to talk in terms of mystic perfections. Mysticism a part of mystery also and a part of esoteric subjects which hardly anybody knows anything about Okay, yesterday there was a communication going on for more than one and a half hour on Guruji can you please show me God where is God and you know that is a big subject one and a half hour is insufficient and imagine that is happening on whatsapp by the time the first message goes and the second one comes it is five minutes so You can't try to find God by WhatsApp, by the way. So those those who want to know what is God by WhatsApp, (laughs) you need to be very very, you know, good to yourself. Stop that WhatsApp. Hmm. So here Uddhavai is directly talking to him. Please pick up your phone or you want, you can Skype, you can do Google Hangout or do whatever. Talk to me directly. Maybe I can show you. Okay. God, there only somewhere so <laughs> so don't WhatsApp because WhatsApp is useless okay by the time you send the message I will I, if I don't want to see the message I will say mepass network nahi ta. you know in India it is the easiest thing to say Mere pas network nahi ta. but guru there were already two black ticks over there blue nahi hai na <laughs> blue nahi hai. You know how easy it is to just say and get away with murder. I didn't have network and just before the start of satsang, Guru no power over here. We are powerless people. Very easy thing. (laughs) So we are going to do something which is called Mystic Yoga. And it is a very important chapter because we have this habit of... Misusing the term mystic yoga for something completely different. Okay. Now he's asked the question, Uddhava, to Krishna. So we will see what Krishna says. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, "The master of the yoga system have declared that there are eighteen types of mystic perfection in meditation, of which eight are primary, having their shelter in Me. Ten are secondary, appearing from the material mode of goodness." So how many are there? Total 18 are there, okay? The 8 are primary, the rest are secondary. I think we should know this. Primary ke baad secondary aata hai, uske baad tertiary aata hai, uske baad patani ke aata So something like that. So primary is 8 and after that is secondary. So first is 8 and then it is 10. So what are these 8 and 10? So the, the mystic yoga is a very unique thing. Mystic is because Most of the people don't know about it though we we think we know but it's as we proceed in this chapter you will come to know. Among the 8 primary mystic perfections the three are the one by which one transforms one's body are anima becoming smaller than the smallest, mahima becoming greater than the greatest, lagima becoming lighter than the lightest. Through the perfection of prapti, one acquires whatever one desires, and through prakamaya siddhi, one experiences any enjoyable object, either in this world or the next. Through isita siddhi, one can manipulate the subpotencies of maya, and through the controlling potency called vasita siddhi, one is unimpeded by the three modes of nature. A little bit difficult, so I will explain to you. One who has acquired Kama Vasayita Siddhi can obtain anything from anywhere to the highest possible limit. My dear gentle Uddhava, these eight mystic perfections are considered to be naturally existing and unexcelled within this world. This is English in English? See, I, I read it in English. They have already disowned it. Okay. Why? It is not possible. But the terminating sentence tells you that it is possible. What is Krishna saying over here? He says, "My dear gentle Uddhava, these eight mystic perfections are considered to be naturally existing and unexcelled within this world. So nobody can excel them. These are existing in this world. In this world, please understand. We know we have we have taken it for granted that this book is telling us the truth." So let us go from there only. So we will start from the one which is called Anima. Anima is the first one. Okay. The name don't bother about it. Tomorrow you will call it Anima and yeah. So don't. Don't bother about the name. Anima. It means becoming smaller than the smallest. What is smaller than the smallest? Tiny. Tiny. You have to become small. Those who have seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids will know you better. You have studied that subject, no, call Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, you have seen that film and then Honey I, I Blew the Kids or something like that, some second one also. So the first one, they have made a film out of it. Okay, so how you can become a small fellow, tiny these are eight mystic powers he is talking about and he is insisting that they are there in this world so if you if you are really motivated you can study them and yeah you can become small also uske baad kya karoge pata nahi wo itni chhoti padega nahi to chiti ke okay jokes aside The first great power is called anima which means you can be small. So becoming smaller than the smallest. Second one is called mahima which means becoming greater than the greatest. Bigger, greater, stronger, you know that what, olympic motto. faster, Faster, stronger and all that. Yes. Third one is which means lighter than the lightest that means you can fly you don't require Elon Musk after that As SpaceX so you can do that all these are called mystic things mystical we think it is not possible but the yogis the great sages use these powers so that means the powers are there okay how they use it what are the processes how to achieve them what is it that you can do to achieve them there is a process and i think you know you better stick to your b and m tech this is a little bit tough for the B-tech, M-tech ke baad ek degree milega, frame karke sakta hai, chitti ko abhi tak bhi nahi mila hai. wo <laughs> frame karke zarur Isme chit- kuch nahi You see if you become smaller than the smallest also you get into very big trouble. Or you become bigger than the biggest also you know like kong skull kya hai wo? king kong. All the US army is going to come after you. And if you develop superpowers like you know, all that hat mesiv is Nikalta. hai They'll think you are a mutant. Alright? Or maybe they'll think you are Superman, Batman, Padani. This is the power he is talking about. So Krishna is talking about those kind of powers which are unimaginable and they are possible N- those who believe that the, it's this like an impossible thing krishna is not going to dis- discuss them over here unless and until they are they can be achieved it's achievable all right then he says the next one is prapti whatever you desire in this world okay those who have studied arabian nights will remember you know that fellow says oh i want the best food in the world and that fellow that genie in the bottle he will come and he'll give you everything isn't it so that power you can have you can become that genie getting whatever you want uh, like that and you will have it this is this is the uniqueness of that then the next one is isita which means subpotencies of maya overcoming the subpotencies of maya maya means what Everything around you is a creation of maya. That you can overcome. Then the next one is visita siddhi. That means you can do anything. Three modes of nature are what? Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. You can overcome them and do whatever you want. Kama avasita siddhi. That means highest possible limit. Whatever you can say. Say you, you may think, you know, I want to go to the Himalayas. You can go higher than the Himalayas also. It does not matter. Okay. Or if you want to go to the lowest bottom, bottom rung of this ocean also, you can do more than that also. So these are eight perfections which he talks about. The 10 secondary mystic perfections, I don't want to go into details about it because there is techniques, there are methodologies. But what is the use? I, I don't understand how you are going to overcome your personal problems in life. Okay, if I give you one power, think about it, are you going to use it in this world so that you can overcome? First you have to overcome your mind, forget these eight powers, first the biggest power in this world for you is your mind, overcoming that is the most difficult thing in the world. (laughs) The ten secondary mystic perfections arise from the modes of nature and the powers of freeing oneself from hunger and thirst and other bodily disturbances. Hearing and seeing things far away Moving the body at the speed of the mind Assuming any form you desire Entering the body of others dra- dra- Dying when one desires Witnessing the pastimes between the demigods and the celestial girls apsaras, Means watching porno Completely executing one's determination and giving orders While f- fulfillment is unimpeded I mean I don't understand See these are 10 powers Do you want any of them? I don't think. See, those who are after devotion, don't want any of these things. But if you want, yeah, fill up your form and send it to me and I will give you that. Okay? You have to tell me why you want it also. (laughs) That is the most difficult part. Why, Why you want it? See, why would you like to have the power? So there are, next one is overcoming hunger and thirst. You know the siddhis, these are called siddhis. Overcoming this is extremely important for a yogi who sits in the mountains over there. Somewhere in the Himalayas a guy is sitting and he is doing om, om, om all his time. And there, imagine for 5000 years he is sitting over there, not eating anything, not going for a poop, not doing anything. Think about it here, come on. If he eats, he is going to get into problem. Right? So he doesn't want to eat. He doesn't drink. Otherwise he'll have to go for a pee. See so many problems are there. So he doesn't eat anything. So no no hunger, no thirst. Now this is one thing. It has its positives and it has its negatives also. Those who are on the path of spiritual never ask for these powers. Don't ask for them. Okay? The power to know the past, present and the future. Tolerance of heat, cold and other dualities. Knowing the mind of others. Checking the influence of fire, sun, water, poison and so on. Remaining unconquered by others. These constitute five perfections of the mystic process of yoga and meditation. I am simply listing them here according to their names and characters. Now please listen to me how specific mystic perfections arise from specific meditations and also of the particular processes involved so those who read the ancient code and all those other this is a good chapter for you you can enter the sun gate and all those kind of things maybe you can go to uh, what Mexico and climb that, that pyramid and see the gate over there knock on the gate hello god I am coming to see you ah. <laughs> sun god so these are the things Maybe Knight Shyamalan must have read all these things. That's why he comes up with all those freaky movies. So, here what Krishna is describing, another five more of those. First he says, to know the past, present and the future. Any person with the right sense in his head will not ask for it. Imagine you are going study with your girlfriend. Would you like to know her past? Or would she like to know your past? Oh girlfriend boyfriend nahi dusra din se. Imagine you want to know what you did in your past life. Somebody came to me and asked me, you know, I want to know about something. I said, thik hai, kaam karna. tumhara wife hai na, last life mein tumhara so fir kyu ho? You see, in this life you may have a girlfriend or a wife and maybe that person was uh, maybe some somebody else in your life. You know you can get into very big trouble thinking just thinking about it. And then you know the mind, the second one, no? Yeah, you are going to have a very painful day after that. So don't ask about your past. The present also you know how how what, how what big deep shit you are in today, in the present. And tomorrow, don't bother. You see, there, is a, there was a very funny incident which, I mean, it's not even funny. Uh, one of my very old friends from the film industry, actually, can't say friend, but I knew him as an acquaintance. His name is Deepak Tijori. Huh? He's acted in a lot of movies. Ashiki and all those, you know. Yeah. So this guy, 20 years he's been married to one lady called Shibani. Okay. Oh, that lady threw him out of the house. He had some 20-30 crore ka house. She threw him out of the house and she filed for divorce. This guy had nowhere to go and he was out in the street so he approached his lawyer. Now he has a 20 year old daughter also by the way, okay with this lady, so he approached the lawyer and the lawyer said get me all the papers and he studied the papers and he said sir you are not married to this woman at all, Yeah, you see this lady is already married once and she has not taken the divorce for the first time and she has got married to you that means this marriage is null, this marriage is null and void think about it if this person would have thought about it in the future what would have happened 20 years hence ke bare mein sochne wala it's a complexity which nobody can understand it's better not to know all this isn't it better not to know even what is going to happen tomorrow or the next one hour that is the reason why we just have to leave it. Though Krishna is going to give you all the funda over here how to get all this. But please don't get into the subject which is going to cause your big big headaches. And you will not be able to explain to your wife and your husband and whoever. Ki tu kiska mind read karta Imagine you are able to read somebody's mind. Wow! It's going to give you the most painful experience of your life right or wrong you think that person is saying you are such a nice person you are so sweet, you are so kind you are this, you are that and person is saying Ullu ka se aate hai you know the person is going on in the mind <laughs> like this you know I have to put this bloody show on for this idiot like him. most of the marriages are like that by the way ok <laughs> Not most every marriage is like that. <laughs> does it mean chitti? Does, it does not mean that you should not get married, you can get married and yeah, you can enjoy this horrible thing also. is it? or liquor why does it taste kawa? Think about it. If you like sweet, can you put sugar in your beer and drink it? Meitta uh, yeah, lagega. Somebody will come over here. Guru, there is a sweet beer also available. <laughs> so, coming back to the subject. So, this is what it means. It's better not to know. Knowing somebody else's mind, that's another power. Checking the influence of fire, sun and all that. means. That means you can go into the sun and come back. After you come back, you may be helium or hydrogen or something like that. Most probably, if you you are stinking, then you are hydrogen sulfide. Yeah. Sun, water, poison and so on. And remaining unconquered by others. Just think about it. You are not conquered by anybody. There is a very great, very beautiful book. You know, that book is called Devi Mahatmyam. And we do the Devi Mahatmyam during this uh, Navratri festival. You know the nine nights we say nah? Navratri festival. This year we didn't do last year but uh, normally I do. So this book talks about how everybody comes and challenges the goddess. And uh, you know this Chanda Munda and everybody all these these are called villains of this our world okay. So the Chanda says you are so beautiful you know I would like to possess you and this and that. he's telling. Uh, Devi, like that. Imagine. Chandika. You can't tell Chandika this. Okay? This fellow says, My brother has said that if you don't come and marry him, I am supposed to drag you by the hair and take you. Hello? Oh, Devi ke is aisa baat karta So <laughs> overcoming her is going to be very tough. He doesn't understand whom he is talking to. Correct? So here, think about it. Unconquered by others. The goddess is all powerful. Why did I bring the subject of Devi Mahatmyam? Is very unique. It's a very unique subject. The Devi, nine potencies, nine potencies, nine powers. Navaratri, three main goddesses. Those who follow the Dashara, Dashara, you know in. India, all over the world, we do Dasara. It's overcoming difficulties, for overcoming difficulties in our life. And the main person over there, those who have been to Calcutta, will see uh, Mahishasur Mardini. There is a, a very great goddess over there. Those who are from Bangalore, they will know there is another place next door which is called Mysore. Huh? Mysore comes from a name, Mahishasura. And the goddess on the hill over there, Chamundi Hills, Chamundi, see all the names are there, Chamunda Devi. She is also Mahishasur Madhini. This Devi has got three swaroop. Okay. The first three days they celebrate one, second three days they celebrate another, third three days they celebrate the third one. The last in the row is called Saraswati. You have heard of Saraswati, goddess of knowledge and all that. Lakshmi, you have heard of, correct? And you have heard of Kali also. Kali is the one with the sword and you no, know, she goes about killing everybody. Yes. These three are the forms of woman in this world. A woman is called Mother Nature, Prakriti. My Shasur Mardini. She has got powers which she is not even aware of. Three great goddesses rule her. One is Kali, one is Lakshmi and one is called Saraswati. In the Kali avatar she can destroy anything in the world. With the Lakshmi avatar she can be the highest in terms of wealth, goodness, Sweetness, beauty, you name it, the highest, wealth, money, power, everything. The third one is called Saraswati. Saraswati is all about the fantastic knowledge in the world. There are two kinds of knowledge. One is the mundane knowledge, that is what we do, physics, chemistry, maths, biology, all those kind of things. These are called low-level knowledges. And the second one is called the divine knowledge. All these uh, Krishna is explaining is a divine knowledge only. Normal, common people don't know. And these three great goddesses are inside this one. That is the woman. She has to first realize that she is the embodiment of all the three powers. Whatever form that comes about, she can defeat that form. So she takes a multiple swarups also. So she takes the form of Kali, then she takes the form of Chamunda, you have heard of all these names, no? Right? Lalita, you know the amount of knowledge that is there inside all these goddesses is unimaginable and every woman carries it but unfortunately she doesn't use them. She needs to know this and use them for being the mother nature or the goddess that is there so here i just introduce you the subject so that you will understand maybe in the future when i am doing the Devi Mahatmyam, we can touch on this subject so see krishna is just listing these things one who worships me and my atomic form pervading all subtle elements fixing his mind on that alone obtains the mystic perfection called anima so now krishna is describing how to achieve these forms How to achieve this, sorry, how to achieve these powers one by one. So the first one he is taking up is called Anima. To become the smallest of the smallest. Isn't it? That's what he said. Anima. One who worships me in my atomic form, pervading all subtle elements, fixing his mind on me alone, obtains the mystic perfection called Anima. Uh, this is a very deep subject. I will just introduce you for 5 minutes on this subject, then we will stop. Now, you may think, what nonsense are we talking? It is not nonsense. Scientifically, I will prove it to you that this is what you know. Subatomic, is, it, is he talking about subatomic particles over here? Of course, he is talking of atomic and the subatomic particles. So he says if you can understand my atomic nature that means down to the smallest in terms of organic inorganic and whatever you know you name it what is this atom what is this thing that we are talking about just a few you know maybe months ago somebody discovered the what is called as a god particle what is the meaning of the word god particle God particle, remember God, G O D, is a term, is called the creator. You see, creator, isn't it? So, that means this subatomic particle creates other particles. So, scientifically, if you were to understand the subatomic nature of this particular element, you can understand how the next is created and the next and the next, correct? secondly now I explained in terms of chemical now we are going to talk in terms of the DNA if you know the DNA that means deoxyribonucleic acid those who know about a little bit of you know that kind of subject if you can manipulate the DNA you can create people Things, objects which are beyond your imagination. Subject tamatra khate kini. tomato. Potato, potato, whatever. you eat that now. The tomato which you eat is genetically modified by the way. It is not an original tomato at all nobody in the world eats an original tomato even those who think that they are vegan in this world they are idiots there is no such tomato existing in the world anymore it is genetically modified in terms of color it's bright red those who are from my era now white hair people ask them whether they had seen tomato which is red in color they will say our time tomato red ne aata yellow kabhi green kabhi dusra color red dikhta why genetically modified tomatoes are available today they are bright red in color their taste is sweet in olden times the tomatoes used to be khatta today they are sweet sweet doesn't mean sugar hai usme. sweet means they don't have that khatta pan in that they don't have that thing. Today the tomatoes are full. Big. And you have to pay a lot of money for that. What ke ka put dal the pot. Sorry, not the South Indian kundi. Put it in the pot and one plant will come. And mummy will say, Hey, wo tomato tod ke And we would get the tomato from our... And it would be so small, tiny, shriveled up fellow. Bolta tha, iska kuch bana but today you go and see the tomatoes. I was in Dubai and I saw an entire section, you know, the one entire place, only tomatoes. Those who have been to Europe will tell you if they ever visit the markets of Europe, the tomatoes come in a string like this, and each of them are big, 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 big red color ones. Okay? the whole market are filled with tomatoes of different different kinds they are so huge also so small also red bright red they are coming in one uh, you know pura branch ke leke aisa. it is genetically modified boss it's not original duplicate so that is also done this level where we can tamper with the DNA or we can tamper with the genetic level the absolutely atomic level if you understand the nature of Krishna in that form you will be able to go to that form this I will take up the explanation tomorrow so till then think about all the tomatoes in the world ok why red red? why would you a purple color a tomato? Purple cabbage to milk. So you think it's not possible? It is possible. I can give you a purple tomato if you want tomorrow. It's possible to do. So we will touch on this subject tomorrow again. But tomorrow we will do the other powers also. And how you can achieve them, that also we will do. Okay. So I will take your leave now. Thank you very much for joining. Bye. Have a nice day.